Okay, before we jump into another episode of RHOD&D, we wanted to take a quick moment to shout out our amazing patrons over at patreon.com slash housewivesofdnd. We're an entirely independently run show, and we quite literally couldn't do it without your support, so thank you for joining our Patreon and helping us continue to make new episodes of RHOD&D. If you haven't checked it out yet, head on over to patreon.com slash housewivesofdnd for access to our player character sheets, DM notes and confessionals, video versions of our episodes, our full-length behind-the-scenes podcast released every other Monday on our off weeks, live events, merch drops, the chance to name an NPC, and so much more. Patreon.com slash Housewives of D&D. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. RHOD&D is a sexy, terrifying, savage podcast for mature audiences. Content warnings can be found in the episode notes, along with links to all of our maps and ancillary content. Last week on RHOD&D, everybody spent the whole time shopping. So before we get started, there's some exciting news in the group. Liz Jenkins is so close to having a baby. She oh, is. Really? I know. Oh it's very exciting. Obviously, she's not going to be recording with us today. So the way we're going to handle this is at some point, Cece is going to fall asleep. And we'll pretend that she's with you. Yeah. Until at some point, yeah, we'll send her to sleep, to bed, and it'll be clear when that happens. All right. So let's get started. In the last moments of fading daylight, you watch as Crate and his wagon of wonders disappear around the back of Uncle's Tavern. The darkness is falling swiftly around you, pressing in from all sides, and you hurry across the second bridge to what looks to be the center of Creekside. Buildings of varying sizes and shapes are laid out in a rough circle around a town square. Uncle's Tavern and Inn is the largest building, but there are other buildings too, including what looks like a horse stable and a creepy old shack. In the center of the square is a spooky-looking well. 
its bucket swinging gently back and forth, even though there is no breeze. The tavern is clearly the focal point of the settlement, and even now you see people going inside. Light and laughter spill out of the door as they enter, and the delicious smells of roasting meat and garlic and spices float towards you on the night air. I love meat! Yes! <laughs> right here is the entrance to Uncle's Tavern. So I guess the question is whether or not you go in. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, I thought I was waiting for the music. Um, <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I so, okay, just to recap, I'm, we're all carrying a lot of stuff. Yes or no? He had it sent to the tavern? He, yes. Crate took all of your stuff that you bought and he carried it off with him and he's going to deliver it to the tavern. Do you think they have champagne in there? Yeah, I would. I could go for some champagne, like a rosé. I smell a slow roasted lamb, so I'm definitely going Do you in. think they have vegan options? I hope so. Vegan? Ugh. Well, there's only one way to find out. Okay, let's go in. Then let's go in. That's fine. You enter the tavern, a warm, <gasps> friendly space crowded with tables and chairs made of dark, glossy wood. In the center is a bar, mm. and in one corner is a stage with a four-piece band of halflings, basically hobbits. The clientele looks like something out of a fantasy cosplay convention. Creatures of all shapes and sizes, some humanoid, some with scales, some with horns or tails. They're all there. They're sitting side by side, laughing and drinking and eating food that smells even better now that you're inside. Are those human sacrifices on the table? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, good question. Just as a reminder, if you want to see these maps and you're listening along, you can find them in our episode notes or our Instagram. Yeah, so there are three booths in the back. Okay. This one's empty. This one has like a guy sitting there. Um, here's the stage. There's like four little circular tables with some seats. But I think... What about like in the center? Oh, yeah, yeah, I think the part that... <laughs> the yeah, <bar>. okay. <laughs> this is the bar. There's an entrance here and an entrance there. Um, Are those the bartenders? Yes, the bartenders okay. here. So this right now, you guys may yeah. recognize the Shrek looking guy who pulled Bryn in the back. He's probably around eight feet tall. He is an orc. And when you're closer to him, you notice how much more menacing he looks in person. Not like Shrek, more like there's fangs, he has a massive underbite, he's got a very furled green brow. And the other thing that is clear is that he's very like thoughtfully tending to his counters and making sure that everything is in its right place. It's very clear that he has pride for this place. And he stops and looks at all of you guys, and you can just see him make out and say to his barmaid on his left, they look like the other one. Okay, well, um, as part of my many ventures, I do own a theme park that has a fantastic um, Halloween experience that you can go to, so I feel like I'm kind of unfazed by his looks like I'm very used to seeing people in extreme special effects makeup so I think I'm just gonna go right up to him and see if I can get a glass of champagne for myself a smaller glass of champagne for Clarissa and then also a glass for Christina okay yeah you can guys I know where we are we're near Comic-Con we must be in that oh. like area between you know like uh, Laguna 
and San Diego. Yeah. We're that in makes that so area much sense. because of all the cosplay. Yeah. That makes sense, I right? did a guest speaking. Yeah, I was a guest speaker there once because one of my um, romance novels is uh, is sci-fi themed. And I remember that. It was, um, it was pictured on the desk of one of the characters in Star Trek. And so I became a, a bit of a celebrity in the Comic-Con circuit that year. So yeah, totally familiar. Kosha, Nicole, please roll for perception as they're having this conversation. 13. 12. Okay. So you guys, as they're having this conversation, you both notice probably around the same time that everyone is staring at you guys. And Uncle locks eyes with you, Anya, and says like, if you guys are going to stand there, like close the door. Sorry, who who said that? Uh, me. I'm Uncle over here. (laughs) This is my place. Oh, hey, honey. Okay. There's an empty booth over here if you guys need to sit down. Ladies, there is table service. Let us go to table. Oh, we got we have a table reserved. Fantastic. Casts are all <laughs> staring at you. They recognize you from that book. I know. It's okay. I'm very used to <laughs> this it. Is so exciting. Kiki gives Uncle a little wink on her way to the table. Uh, he looks behind him. <laughs> Savage. Um, no one is attending to us fast enough, so I think I'm gonna just start snapping at people. Just to see if I can get somebody's attention because Cass, I Cass, do not snap. What is, can I ask what is the lighting like right now? It's incandescent. Okay. <laughs> so I look okay. Yes. <laughs> you look fantastic. Thank you. you look, as you guys are sitting down in the booth, you're looking around and you're noticing how very beautiful the setup is. It's all very like dark woods and candles and mm. it's the perfect vibe. It smells delicious. And it's almost like you're in some sort of English countryside. Michelin star restaurant. This is exactly where I belong. Yes. Do not snap your Excuse fingers me. at people. Excuse me. Excuse me. The barmaid approaches the table and she is clearly not happy with your attitude, but she stands there waiting for you to say what you want. Hi. Thank you so much. Um, if I could get <laughs> two and a half glasses of champagne, that would be great. Thank you. She looks confused. Um, she glances back at Uncle and she she's uh, just to describe her a little bit. She has a very beautiful pale blue skin and is clearly like not interested in your nonsense. Um, and she just says, uh, we don't I don't know what that is. We have beer, we have ale, we have wine. I will have wine, please, thank you. Do you think it's organic, Cass? I do. I really do. I don't. I don't. <laughs> I'm very hungry. We do have um, some wonderful food items prepared in-house. Do you have ribs? We do have ribs. Finally. I like ribs and lamb chops. And if you have a burger, anything slow roasted... Anything on the bone. How much money do we have? A lot. Yeah, I have a lot of money, uh, yeah. Do they do like a chef's tasting then? We'll just do the chef's tasting. Ooh, yeah, I was thinking maybe something for the table, like something very easy, like whatever kind of sashimi you have. Mm. We're easy. <laughs> okay, so uncle comes, you know, he's like overhearing the conversation and he had just heard all your guys' stuff is like has arrived. Oh. I mean, he goes over to Tempest to tell her that they got a delivery for some impending mm. guests. Yeah, that's us. That's us. That's our, that's our. Stuff. That's you guys? Yeah, that's us. Oh, that's your stuff. Mm-hmm. Also, okay. Uncle, I was just looking at these tables and the craftsmanship is just out of this world. Oh, thank you. Um, did you make it? I, I did. I, I did. I did make it. Um, he is. Wow. You must be so good with your hands. Could you give me a, a charisma check? And while she's rolling, Dr. Christina looks over to Cece. Yeah, Cece totally agrees with you. 20. 20. <laughs> He just he just rips off his clothes. Of course. 
Yeah, Uncle gets beat red, and you see him <laughs> glance over at Tempest. The barmaid, and the barmaid looks really mad. You know, even though he's flattered, it seems as though he is taken. <sighs> okay, so Uncle saw when you guys asked Anya how much money you guys had left, she took the coins out and counted them quickly. It's about a hundred gold pieces. Uncle noticed that as well as like hearing that there is this big shipment that's coming in for guests. He puts two and two together and realizes that you guys are the ones carrying the the heavy coinage. Mm -hmm. So he puts both of his big arms on the beautifully crafted table and he leans down and wow, personal space. (laughs) Well, listen, ladies, I'm going to cut you a wonderful deal. We have some lovely rooms upstairs. This is a very well-renowned establishment. We're known for our food and for our drinks. Oh, I can tell. Uh, thank you. Uh, that yeah. means a lot. He's a bit, you, he blushes red again. It's very obvious. Looks behind him to make sure Tempest didn't <laughs> see that. I'm gonna I'm gonna cut you guys a deal. Oh my god. Yeah. That's so yeah. generous. Yeah. I'm gonna give you guys the works if you'd like. That means free food or just all all inclusive food. Oh, all inclusive. Uh, or that is a term I know. Yes. We do this for our very special guests. Oh my god. Food, gosh. drink, and uh, your own personal butlers. Oh. What is price? Thank you. It's free. 70 gold pieces all in. Oh. No, 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 um, no. Too much. Excuse me. Too much, please. <laughs> Who put Anya in charge of the money? We negotiate. <laughs> um, it, it, it's free. We have 100 gold pieces. This is 70 is too much to give. I think we go 25. 25, that's an offense to me. Uh, um, you know what? I, I I think I can handle this. Um, Uncle, I'm so sorry about my friends. We've just been traveling so long. And I think um, a few of us are a, a little bit hungry still. And um, we're just trying to conserve our resources because we don't know what we're going to uh, need for tomorrow. Is there um Is there some kind of special... Exception you could make for us. Oh, sorry. I just got distracted by your arms. Yeah, well, I got two of them. (laughs) He's clearly flustered. I can see that. He is still offended by the 25 gold pieces, so he wants to level. He wants to level with Kiki. Um, So, I mean, you guys make it 50, you have a deal. 35. Um, I, I was thinking more something along the lines of 35. Uh, I could do 35 without the butlers. Yes, we take. Ooh. We take. Ooh. No, we I take. don't. Yeah. No, we need butlers. I we take. vote we butlers. butlers. Um, How about one one butler for everybody? How about one butler for everybody? And if you're short on staff, you could be my butler. <laughs> one butler for everybody would be 55 gold pieces. So I would take my, my very kind offer of, of 50 gold pieces. You are so kind, Uncle. Do you know that about yourself? I mean, not a lot of people realize that about me, I have to be honest. I realize it. It's very apparent to me. Do we have wine yet? Yeah, I'm getting very (laughs) bored with the haggling, and I would like to know where the wine is. Okay, okay, 50 is fine. Oh, that's so generous. Yes, we would love to take your offer and um, give you 50 of our gold pieces. Gold pieces. <laughs> good girl, Kiki. Very good job. Very, very good job. Lovely doing business with you, ladies. And he gets up and walks away as he does. He looks at Tempest, who just seems fuming at this point, and he he nods at her and he's like, give them whatever they want. Bye. And tell them about the open mic contest. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. 
<laughs> Tempest approaches the table carrying a platter of your drinks. Um, there's five glasses of wine, which she sets in front of everyone's. Kiki's has like way less wine in it than everyone else's. Um, excuse me, miss. I think you missed a glass of wine. I asked for a half glass of wine for Clarissa. Oh, um, the barmaid is looking at the at this dog. Do, do you want us to? Is that? Would you like to eat that for dinner? Do you want us to prepare that? <laughs> oh my god! Perhaps. Yes. Oh, are you are you like one of those improv people? Like, is this a joke? Is this a bit? <laughs> okay, I see. I see what you're doing. Now we're gonna eat the dog. <laughs> That's very funny. So to be clear, we're not we're not eating the dog. The dog is eating a dinner. <laughs> You're right. She's great. Isn't she a hoot? And the open mic contest that we have going on tonight might be of interest. I don't know if any of you are are singers. If you would like to sing a song and participate in the open mic contest, you are welcome. It's open to all of our guests tonight. The winner will be given a a suite for the night, a top floor suite for the night. Um, there's only one available. The other one is currently in use. But yeah, feel free. And there's a, a list of songs you can choose from. Interesting. And then Tempest, the barmaid, <laughs> hurries off to deliver your order of lots of stuff to the kitchens. Well, I mean, this is, I feel like I'm pretty much a shoe in let's be honest. I can't say that I'm familiar with any of these songs, but I just have a natural musical inclination. And I, you know, I feel like, um, yeah, I would like the largest suite in the tavern. Is no one supporting me on this? Anya just throws back her wine at a rate that is alarming. She is just like, I'm good. I'm done. I love a large suite. Oh, are you going to compete as well? I mean, sure. Oh, I thought you were going to share. Oh. (laughs) Since I provided all of that gold for our weaponry. Oh. You did provide all that gold for our weaponry. So I will allow you to sleep on the couch in the suite. When I win. I want to sleep in the bed. Mm, That's a bummer for you. (laughs) Kiki wants to have a little chat with Uncle. Okay. He's behind the bar. Okay. Kiki goes over to Uncle, and um, she has a question that she's been dying to know. Um, She tells Uncle, um, I just couldn't stop thinking. You look so familiar. Where are you from? (laughs) (laughs) I'm from here. And um, Kiki says, oh my gosh, that's so interesting. Tell me more about that. Listen, I got to level with you real quick before Tempest comes back. Um, She's very controlling. And if she sees me flirting with anybody, um, like for real, I'm going to get hurt. So just like, please don't make my like life harder right now. And Kiki says, oh my gosh, that must be so hard to live like that with that kind of fear all the time. <laughs> you know, you know, I thought I had gotten out of the fear game when I stopped adventuring full time and got into just cooking food. And I guess in some ways, like, I was so used to being abused, like literally, that I couldn't see it when it was happening to me emotionally. Is that what you're getting at? And Kiki says, oh my gosh, that must be so hard for you. And she reaches out and just touches the top of his hairy, orky hand. (laughs) (laughs) And she looks deep into his eyes and gives him this look that's sort of like, I understand. Could you give me an insight check? 14. As 
you guys are locked eyes on each other. You sense, even though he doesn't say anything, you can sense that you've really given him a lot to think about. And Kiki takes a nice step back, not breaking eye contact, and just grabs a seat. <laughs> Gives him his distance. <laughs> just grabs a seat. Just right in front of the bar? At, in the booth? Or are you at a different table or at the bar? Yeah, have the we, bar, are right? we, did we overhear this? Or is this completely a, a, a private one-on-one? It was a private one-on-one, I believe. But Fair. you could see it. You could see it. So back at the table, Christina knows the deal. So like when I have a big event or a big moment I need to prepare for, it's like a well-oiled machine. We like to get into it. We get everything prepped. We get everything ready to go. So we're like already doing mental <laughs> checklists. Like we're going to need wardrobe. We're going to need hair and makeup. We're probably going to need a brief rehearsal, like not for me, but more for, you know, everybody else involved, like if they need to get my lighting right or do a sound check. So yeah, we should probably eat and then head up and get my new, my new cape and my new boots on. I mean, am I missing something? So much. Dr. Christina, her tummy, because she hasn't eaten, the wine has really gone to her head. And she's like, yes, yes, Cass, we are doing the, you know what? I, I, can I be your backup singer? Um, yes. Is, yeah, is the thing. Yeah, as da- like a little backup dancing. Also like a little bit of like hype man work. You know, like some crowd work, just like get them excited. Okay. Like, how are we all doing tonight? Like, put your hands up, yes, you know, that sort absolutely. of thing. And then, mm-hmm. yeah, if you want to do some backup vocals, just make sure it doesn't distract from the main performance. And then Dr. Christina turns to Cece and is like, aren't you going to do this with us? And I notice, I think Cece's fallen asleep. Yeah, she's definitely fallen asleep in the booth and you all just notice now for the first time. Yeah, we should just let her sleep because honestly, if she misses out on performing in the competition, I think that would be like, (laughs) I think it would be important to like let her get her rest. Like we should just definitely like let her sleep and don't wake her up and just let her sleep. So as you guys are all noticing that Cece had fallen asleep and you're going to leave her there, a familiar looking uh, blonde half elf child appears carrying platters loaded high with your food. And more drinks. Ooh, drinks. Oh, hey, it's um, it's you know, the it's it's uh. Bryn. His name is Bryn. Bryn. Um, Bryn. Hey, Bryn. I'm not Bryn. I'm Elwyn. Oh, thanks a lot, Anya. Twins. <laughs> Twins. <laughs> Bryn is not my twin. Racism. Racism. Yes. <laughs> You guys look up and you realize that there's little blonde-looking brins kind of everywhere going back and forth, serving all the patrons. They're taking empties and bringing them back through this door. I don't like these guys. Aren't you you not sitting with us? Where are you? (laughs) (laughs) Kiki Kiki whispers. Kiki whispers to the Kiki's unwell empty chair next to her. Ladies, ladies, is this child labor hub? (gasps) They seem okay with it. Wait, wait, is um, is Elwyn still at our table? Yes. Hi. Hi, baby bear. You're so cute, little chicken nugget. Are you okay? Are you okay? Do you want to work here? Do you need help? Yeah, do you need help? Have you developed a healthy work? Oh, fuck, I'm not here. (laughs) (laughs) You made choices. (laughs) You can walk back over. Come walk back over. No, I don't want to be so far away from uncle. (laughs) I'm trying to secure myself the bag. When um, he, he puts your food on the table and he looks around and leans in a little bit, he says, I am happy. You don't look happy. I am happy. Wait. 
Bryn. Wait, what does that mean? Bryn might not be happy. Oh. Where's Bryn? Yeah. Bryn is being punished. Bryn was bad. Ooh. Where is Bryn? He's in the kitchens. Doing what? Being punished. How? However uncle says. Dr. Christina leans down again and goes, Okay, baby, little bunny bear. Where's the kitchen? He gestures and points to where the kitchens are. It's behind the bar, through that door. Okay, but honestly, ETA on the open mic, though, too. Because, you know, we got to keep this in mind, too. <laughs> One hour, you hear uncle scream <laughs> <laughs> Right, right, right. So one hour sounds great. Elwin, my little peach, um, can you take me on tour of kitchen? Dr. Christina knocks back another glass of wine and is like, yeah, let's go to the kitchen. Actually, that's a good idea anyway, because you guys need to pick out your butlers. Elwyn, take him there. Kiki sees everyone going to the kitchen, and she's like, oh, not without me, bitches. And she hops in line. You enter into a bustling kitchen, hot from the large fire blazing in a hearth at the far end. Scurrying everywhere are dozens of tiny blonde half-elf children. Some are chopping meats and vegetables, some are stirring stew in pots larger than they are, and some are hidden under the stacks of plates they're carrying to and from the dining room. They're just everywhere. They're servants. Kiki, they are children. They are tiny babies. This has to be a Mormon family, right? Mm, I think you're absolutely right. I know some mm. of the cast members on Salt Lake City in this track. This is yeah. excellent experience for them. That's how I learned my work ethic. Anya is just, her eyes are searching the room wildly, looking for her little halfling child, Bryn. Can you do an investigation check? 11. Yeah. I mean, bad, not good. They all look like Bryn to you. And it's so hard to admit that to yourself, but they really do. Dr. Christina is looking around, feeling very emboldened by some of the wine that she's had, empty stomach, and turns to Elwyn and goes, Where's Bryn? Elwyn has vanished into the crowd of elves. You can't find him either. God damn it. But if you guys would like to choose a butler in this room, just go up to one. Um, I mean, I would like to address the crowd, I think. Okay, can I yes. Can I just address the kitchen? Yes. Okay. Um, hello, everybody. Uh, my name is Cassandra. These are my friends. You may have heard that we are here <laughs> and that we are, uh, we have the exclusive executive package um and yeah we would just love to do some but hold some auditions for our butler so if we could just have all of the candidates step forward step to the front that would be great thank you so much looking forward to judging you so yeah five elves step up right away excellent and they start introducing themselves cassandra yours is elwin oh elwin's mine oh great we already have such a great relationship <laughs> yes dr christina yang you get lura anya you get lucia and kiki you get silver silver <laughs> s-i-l-b-y-r <laughs> <laughs> and there's one for uh cc as well and she she scurries back over to the bar to go tend to cc lucia Lucia, come here, come here. Where is Bryn? He's in the kitchens. We are in kitchen. Are there other kitchens? He's here. Where? He's being punished. Point him out to me, Lucia. <laughs> I must be very clear with you, obviously. I know you're a little child. <laughs> My patience is wearing. Where is Bryn? Intimidation check. 19. 
Oh. Yeah, uh, you scared the sh- shit out of Lucia. Lucia just like starts silently weeping and gestures over to the corner, um, kind of, kind of over by the sinks. Yeah, so you guys finally make out like maybe a little of a distinguishing mark between Bryn and all the other Bryns. Um, he is scrubbing the tile grout and singing softly and sadly to himself. Should we maybe mark him in some way? Like, does somebody have no? Like, can we like no, no. We uh, don't mark no children. No. Maybe we just like Mm-mm. put a hat on him and then we'll like we know that the one with the hat is Bryn. I am actually okay with this, but I do not like phrasing. <laughs> Cassandra just rips off a little bit more of her dress and like fashions like one of those tiny hats. I forget what they're called. They've got a really good name. Like a fascinator? <laughs> yes, a fascinator. So I'm, yes. I'm going to make Bryn a fascinator out of my dress and just like, I don't want to get involved in the drama, but I would like to identify him. So I'm just going to like sneak up behind him and just attach it to his little head and then just back off and let it unfold as it will. Kiki just wants everyone to know, like, she doesn't see the problem with this kind of child labor because it really automates the product line process to really improve financial growth. Kiki, so, did you know our table is laden? I don't see where we're wasting this time. Laden with fresh meats. Back with Cece, our table laden. Fresh meats? <gasps> where? <laughs> Kiki's like, Silver, take me. Bye-bye. And Silver does. Silver <laughs> takes your hand and leads you back over to the tavern. Um, by the way, Cass, you are successful in sneaking up behind Bryn because he's on the floor with his back to you guys and it's so busy in the kitchen that he doesn't hear. And so you put the hat up on him and he stands up and turns around to you. Oh, you look great in that hat, Bryn. Thank you. You're welcome. You're back. Bryn, hi. Hi, little one. <laughs> we heard. Doesn't he look great in his hat? Tell him how great he looks in his new hat. You're looking very great in hats, He looks Bryn. so fashionable. That is a Cassandra Kasanek original. <laughs> Bryn blushes uh, happily. We heard you were being punished. Are you all right? It is only what I deserve. Oh. For doing <laughs> what? For being late and not bringing back enough fish because you fed them to the wolves. Oh. Okay, I did not feed anything to the wolves. I also that was choices made by other people. Feed anything to the wolves. Here. Ladies. Our Who was it again that fed them to the Cece wolves? Cece had to throw fish at wolves. It was your girl mm, Cece. Yeah, to save so our lives? Did that yeah, work okay. though? Because I feel like it did not work. I remember distinctly me doing something that. Um... We don't talk about that. Bryn, Bryn, come here, look at me. Bryn, Bryn approaches. My sweet boy. What can we do to help you not be punished anymore? Can I speak to your manager? Because I think if I were to speak to your manager, I could work this out. I'm like quite certain. Bryn? Bryn? Uncle is the one. Uncle punishes. Uncle punishes. Uncle's your manager? Uncle punishes. Okay, let's go talk to uncle maybe. No. Right, Bryn is very nervous about this now though. Because- it's okay. I'm going to put my arm right around Bryn and I'm going to be like, look. Look, Bryn, look at your hat. Your hat matches my dress. It also matches Clarissa's dress. We're a team now. You don't have to go through this alone. Let's go talk to your manager. We'll work this all out. And then, because you're fancy and I'm fancy, maybe you can do my hair later. Persuasion check. 10. Bryn is like not that into this idea because he thinks you're probably going to get him into more trouble. But he's a lot smaller than you, so. Strength check. Strength check? Yeah. (laughs) Kiki is back at the table enjoying her ribs and also some lamb, and she's like, Silver, what is this? This can't just be regular sea salt. It's, um, it's chicken salt. (laughs) Mmm, I love chicken salt. (laughs) I'm so glad. Um, what was your strength check, Cass? It is an eight. (laughs) 
Um, he's very, very small. So you are successful in just just strong in, in arming him, leading yes. him okay. towards. If you'd like, if you'd like, yeah, you, I would you, like. You test it out, and it does work. It so seems you. to be working. So here we go. <laughs> um, so Bryn and I and Clarissa are going to go back to Uncle. Okay. And here have a little go. discussion. Uh, Doctor Christine and Laura are following. Hi, Uncle. Uncle, excuse me. Um. Y- yes. Hello. So. I'm not sure if I clearly introduced myself before. My name is Cassandra Kasternak. Cassandra. You might know me from my very successful line of empowerment retreats. And when I notice an imbalance in power, I just like to come and smooth things over. So I just want to have a little chat today because it looks like there's a little misunderstanding between Bryn and you. And it turns out that Bryn didn't actually do anything wrong with the fish. It was Anya. Um, it was Anya who did the, the thing with the fish. Who's Anya? So Anya is the one, the spooky one. <laughs> oh, okay. She's like the one that looks like us, but she's the spookiest of us. Right. Um, so yeah, actually, I feel like if you wanted to punish anybody, it should just be sort of like um, a stern conversation with Anya, as opposed to anything, you know, child labor related. And Bryn and I also wanted to show you that he has a new hat. Um, and so maybe we like encourage his love of fashion instead of punishing him for some sort of like fish related incident that wasn't actually his fault. Persuasion check. Six. <laughs> he, goes, he, he just like looks at you, goes, uh-huh, okay, ma'am, I'll do exactly that. So I don't necessarily trust that you're going to do exactly that. Um, well, how did you get that idea? Maybe Bryn should just come with us. Bryn should come with us. Yeah, she like looks at Christina to be like, yeah. And just then he slams one of his massive fists onto the bar. And he just says, that's enough. Cassandra just makes direct eye contact with him and like continues strong arming Bryn along with them. <laughs> He's just doing this with the bar. He's not worried about it. Right. So this seems to be good. So Bryn is with us now. I mean, great. Now we have Bryn, but. Okay. So you guys do notice that Cece's gone. Would you guys like to go up to your guys' rooms as well? And maybe you could check on Cece if you want. Kiki just wants to have a little chat with Uncle before she goes upstairs. <laughs> and we three, Cass and Christina and Anya, we have not eaten. So I would like to sit at the table okay. for a minute. And yeah. Some fucking food. Good idea. So the three of you go sit in that booth again and you start eating the food. Uncle has brought out a special plate of ribs du jour for Kiki and places it back on that that same spot she was sitting in before. This is Uncle, by the way, with the horns. Kiki is so grateful for this deliciously prepared meal. And um, she just looks at Uncle and she starts to get a little teary-eyed and um, she's hoping that uncle will respond to this vulnerable emotion. Uh, is everything okay? Kiki just tells uncle that it's been a really long couple days and she really misses home and her family and she just wishes there was like a really nice, like big room with like a really big bed that would just remind her of how it feels to be home again. Well, you have a room upstairs. All of my rooms are very nice. This is a very nice establishment. <laughs> it looks so nice. I mean, the craftsmanship is just 
unmatched. <laughs> I think um, I was just hoping for, you know, something a little bit larger and more spacious. Charisma check. 18. Ooh. Ooh. Well, I mean, I, like, if, if I had known you'd be coming in, I wouldn't have thrown this stupid open mic contest, but... <laughs> really important to Tempest and and um, then Kiki's like but you're the one with all the power yeah but you just don't understand like <laughs> I really fucked up a couple months ago anyway I mean there's two suites upstairs one's reserved for the contest as you know I can't budge on that and uh, the other one's been reserved by that gentleman over there and he nods towards this booth there's a human and one that kind of looks like a little gnome type person, like kind of a sneaky guy. <laughs> there's a a dragon born, although you guys wouldn't know what that is, but it's like a it's kind of like a dragon. It's like a lizard headed. person, right? Yeah. 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 Like a humanoid dragon, but it walks around and it's wearing like human clothes. Yeah. So he nods over there. And only only Kiki sees that. Man, Kiki is throwing out all her best moves. She is, like, wondering if she still got it right now. But what I can do, what I can do is give you the best room on the upstairs floor where you guys all are. It has its own balcony. And it's a, and a queen-size bed. Queen! <laughs> That's our biggest bed. <laughs> what do you mean, queen? <laughs> Why don't I just come? I'll just come with me. I'll show you how beautiful it is. Okay. He goes through the bar entrance and he starts leading you towards the hallway over here. Do you join him? Um, yeah, but like kind of annoyed because it's like, man, buddy, I'm like really like giving you everything here for like a queen bed. It's like Jesus. <laughs> Anya grabs the attention of Cass and Christina and points to Kiki following the eight foot orc <laughs> into a room that is not in the same as ours. Dr. Christina is still very angry about how uh, Uncle has treated Cass, how Uncle has treated Bren, uh, and she's furiously eating a rib, which she hasn't eaten meat in mo- like a good couple years, and she takes the rib out of her mouth, and she looks at Anya, and she goes, do we have to go... Do we need to go do something about this? Cass just goes, shh, 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 and hands her another rib. Anya leans down to Bryn, who's sitting at the table with us, right? Because Cass has sure is. <laughs> strong arm. Yeah, that's right. Him over <laughs> and says, Bryn, do we need to do something about this? Is this bad? Bryn looks up at you and he kind of swings his legs, which don't reach the floor. And he says, uncle is harsh, but kind. No one else would take us in. Oh, okay. Well, then Kiki on her own. Do you want rib? <laughs> yes. Have rib. And so you guys continue to feast while uh, Kiki goes upstairs. And Tempest watches this happen and gives Kiki, like, the deathiest of death glares. And Kiki's like, oh, hey, girl. (laughs) Okay, so, yeah, you go upstairs with him. So you, as you open the door, you see a writing table right in front of you and uh, the queen-size bed, which looks very comfy, and a little balcony over there with a little seat. I think Kiki feels a little confused. Um, she hasn't had to live in a place this small since she was, you know, 15 and a half. And she's come a long way since then. Um, 
and she feels like she's starting to sense a little bit of emotion come on, like this time sincerely, and she looks down at her mood <laughs> ring, and it's blue. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. he decides that maybe you need some space. And so he just shuts the door behind you. Um, but he does take a second on the other end of that door and puts his hand up on the oak. <laughs> that was very like lifetime movie moment. <laughs> he is like really feeling miserable. She like always tries to be optimistic, but she is being tested right now. <laughs> you hear a little knock on the door. Yeah. And the the door creaks open a little bit and it's silver. Oh, God. Another thing I don't want. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Would it help if I helped you unpack all your packages in the corner of the room that Crate left for you? Okay. So you see Silver unpacks... Uh, a nice adventuring backpack that seems to be filled with all manner of things. She also unpacks a fine outfit that she hangs on a hook on the wall. It's very, very nice uh, clothing, practical for this world, but beautiful. Is it gold? <laughs> yes. <laughs> it can be gold. It can be gold. Yes. Okay. Kiki is starting to really. She gives herself like a little like. <laughs> And she is really starting to to feel herself again. Will there be anything else, miss? No silver. (laughs) Somehow it seems like she takes that as a compliment and um, she leaves and bows to you and scurries off. We can go back into the tavern unless, Kiki, there's something else you'd like to do in your room? Um, Kiki wants to wear her gold new outfit downstairs. (laughs) That's a beautiful idea. So as you're getting changed... We will go back downstairs to await your arrival. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Dr. Christine is still fuming. She's like, they don't have vegan options. They didn't have champagne, at least not a sparkling white wine. They're treating children really poorly. They don't have a glam team, Cass. What? I mean, Bryn does have teeny tiny hands, so maybe he can do some like intricate beadwork or something or like hair braiding. Yeah, but okay, all right. Bryn? Yes? Can you do hair braiding, baby? Bryn can braid. Ooh. Great. Okay, so I take that back. Bryn, I wanted to talk to you about promotion. So I understand that you look exactly like like 40% of the people in here. So I'm assuming you have some influence 
and maybe could just sort of like start like start some whispers you know what i mean like start some like anticipatory chatter about my upcoming performance Bryn can try but Bryn's friends think Bryn is a liar oh that is a bummer why do they think you're a liar they didn't believe me when i told them about what i found what did you find us i found something that someone someone threw at me <gasps> It's my gold. Girl, you are upstairs. You don't hear it. <laughs> I thought I was back downstairs with my gold outfit. You're in the middle of putting it on. Okay, I'm putting it on. You know what? At this point, I'm going to also grab some bows. Bryn, Bryn, who threw at you? What what is it? I mean, if if it you have it in possession, then there is no chance of lying. You just show. You just show. Yeah, or like, are you lying? Because that's a, something we would need to know. It's in my special place. Okay, that makes me feel uncomfortable. Um, <laughs> can we call it something else? <laughs> place where I put my special belongings? All right, that's slightly better. Um, where is your special belonging location? In the basement. Okay. Ooh. Mm. Can we get a Can we get a check on time? For your performance oh, yeah. How long cast, I, have I love to you. Perform. You know, I just want you, you to be prepared. Uh, Thirty minutes left. Thirty minutes. So, okay, your hair is done. Do you like it? Oh, my hair is done. Bryn has been furiously braiding <laughs> his teeny tiny hands. Um, I mean, he he hasn't been braiding, but as soon as he hears Anya say that, he starts. Oh, he oh thinks that okay. He, <laughs> All right. Yeah, no, that's just a, just be gentle. Um, okay, so we're braiding, so we can't really go anywhere right now because we're doing the braiding. But um, <laughs> can you, Bryn, I know you like to speak in very short sentences, but do me a favor. Can you put together like six or seven sentences and describe to us the whole thing with you being a liar and what you found and what's in the basement? The scary one threw something at me. I took it. I put it in my place where I put my special belongings. <laughs> And no one believed me. Bryn, who is scary one? Who is scary one? Just then, Kiki enters the room, <laughs> looking gorgeous. Ooh. Kiki walks up right up to Bryn and says, "Yeah, what were you saying?" <laughs> Bryn just shakes his head. His eyes are huge, uh, and she gives him a nice pat on the head. Um, careful of his hat. Anya puts her <laughs> arm around Bryn and is like, "Kiki, stop." Just then, you guys all start to feel the wine kind of settle in, and it's affecting some a little more than others. Could everyone roll a constitution check? Actually, with your D10. Kiki has not been drinking. Oh, and then she doesn't have to roll it. D10, why am I not? It kind of looks like a little flying saucer. Oh, yeah, yeah, I got it. I got it. I got it. Um, It's going to be a scale of one to 10, and that's how drunk you are. 10 being the most drunk. Oh, good. Six. Eight. Uh, one. Oh. Sobes magobes. <laughs> yeah. And that's just something for you to know about your, your character right now. So it's time for the open mic. Wait, I need to change my outfit. It's too late now, Cass. Oh, no. Maybe, maybe Kiki can lend you some of her yeah, outfit. Yeah, Kiki, give me your dress real quick. Pretends not to hear, and she takes a seat next to those three guys that Uncle told her about earlier. Oh! Did she just not sit with us? Well, someone's definitely wow. not invited to the suite. Obviously. You guys see those four musicians warming up? They kind of look like 
hobbits. One of them is playing an upright bass, another kind of like a guitar-y kind of a thing, a harp, and some bagpipes. Yeah, who would like to go first on the open mic? Cass is definitely feeling not drunk enough for this. Right. Um, so I think she's gonna order. She's gonna order some more wine and let a couple people go and just start like yes. hitting the Dr. wine. Dr. Christina doesn't want Cass to drink alone, so she's absolutely drinking as well. Okay, Thank so you. you guys are matching drink to drink, and your guys' butlers are just—they're going in and out of the rooms. They're coming. They're taking your empties. They're keeping them coming. They're bringing you whatever you want. I don't understand why the butlers can't bring you your dress, Cass. I agree. They over hear it and they decide to go get it for you. Excellent. Because at this point, I'm like... Thank you, Laura. There are good butlers here. They work hard. They do good work. (laughs) Is the the wage living? And you know what? Like, when they come back with my dress, I think I'm probably just going to change right here because I'm feeling very in my element. (gasps) I'm like... Change on stage. It could be a whole reveal. Costume change in the middle of my set? Like Frozen. Like in Frozen. Why didn't we think of those before? Just then, your butlers come back and they have the dress. It is a deep purple. They also brought your boots. Yes. My sneaky boots. Excellent. For how many drinks you've had, um, that's how many more points you can add to your initial drunk score. How many drinks have we had? How many drinks? DMs. Uncle goes eight. (laughs) Oh, so I'm at a nine. (laughs) Fabulous. Okay, great. Here we are. (laughs) I'm very excited about this. And Anya, how many more has Anya had? I'm I'm at a 13 now. I don't even have an accent anymore. (laughs) Kiki sees what's going on and sneakily slinks over to whisper something to Uncle. Okay. What What does she whisper? Kiki doesn't want everyone else to hear. Uh, I assume that's why she's whispering. Yes. (laughs) Okay. So Kiki says to Uncle... There's been some sort of mistake, and I want all my things delivered that I got from that weird bunny-looking guy delivered to my suite, please. It seems that they've been dispersed equally to everyone, but I paid for them, and I'd like Okay, them- I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I would love to talk to you about this, but I really... We have an open mic going on right now. It's very rude. It doesn't sound like a whisper. This is what a whisper sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Uncle, I'm so sorry. It's okay. No, no, no. You're a sweetheart. And, like, you hear some of the patrons go, shh. And, you know, he's very respectful towards them as well. He goes back to the bar. You can ask your butler to get you things if you'd like, though. Yes. Silver is right there. I would like Silver to go get all of the things that were delivered to everybody's room put in my room. Okay. She just nods (laughs) and goes upstairs. (laughs) Okay. Here we go. Here um, we right. go. Hello, As everybody. You, could you do an insight check for yep. me? With disadvantage. So roll twice and then okay. um, go with the lowest one. Okay. Just for the drunkness. 15. As you're walking up the stairs to the stage, you really take a look at those bagpipes again. And there's just something inside of you that just like... Excuse me, sir. Can I just have, can I just have those bagpipes really quick? The musician, like, looks at Uncle, Uncle nods, looks at you, takes the bagpipes off, and hands them to you. Thank you. So I, like, swing the bagpipes on, and I'm like, this feels right. I whisper back to Dr. Christina, 
We're gonna sing the Are You Lonesome Tonight. Are You Lonesome Tonight. Oh my God. What we're gonna sing. When do okay. you want the reveal? In the middle. Like, um, <laughs> like, like Everyone in the bar is hearing you guys because it's like by the microphone. Yeah, if you can just do it uh, at the point where it says, um, do you gaze at your doorstep and picture me there? Okay. I'll be there in the dress. Start this song. Why you okay. whisper? Everybody uh, waiting um, for you. Kisan, you're holding these bagpipes. What is that yeah. stance kind of like? Um, I think I'm like cradling the bag and I've just got the pipes like thrown over my shoulder because I don't. That's right. Yeah. Excuse you. Are we on a cruise? <laughs> I thought that was butt noise. <laughs> oh, this is, it's kind of like a pitch pipe. It'll give me my first, like, ha ha. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Great, 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 great. <laughs> yeah, okay, cool. I feel it. I'm really feeling it. Oh. Wow, I think I'm more talented than I. Yeah, I'm just wow. like, gonna mess around with this a little bit. <laughs> Casa is very good at bagpiping. Dr. Christina and Clarissa are behind her. Arms up. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm feeling very one with the bagpipes. Maybe this is more of an interpretive piece. Okay. And could you give me a performance check? Very well. 18. The crowd goes wild. They are up on their feet. They've never heard something so beautiful from the bagpipes before. And they're not gonna lie like to themselves. Like they really didn't think you were gonna pull that off. Neither did I, but I would never tell anybody that. <laughs> Anya is openly sobbing. <laughs> <laughs> beautiful, beautiful work. Cash respect. <laughs> Thank you so much, everybody. Thank you so much for coming tonight. I'm glad that you liked my opening bagpipe work. You go, girl. Love you. Now, without further ado, Dr. Christina Yang and I will be performing Are You Lonesome Tonight by Christina Aguilera. Mm. <laughs> okay. He, he, here we go. <clears throat> the band is playing along with you. You just can't hear them right now. They will be added in post. Great. <laughs> Are you lonesome tonight? Tonight. Do you miss me tonight? Tonight. Are you sorry we drifted apart? I'm sorry. Does your memory stray, stray. to a bright summer day? I kissed you and called you sweetheart. Do the chairs in your parlor seem empty and bare? Do you gaze at your doorstep and picture me there? Costume change. takes the dog and then tries to pull. Why are you naked? Because you're naked. Is your heart filled with pain? Shall I come back again? Tell me, dear. Are you lonesome tonight? The other. Part of the dress. Filled with pain. Shall put it over her head. Yes, put your head through God, Tell me, so dear. <laughs> are you lonesome? 
started and they had time to come into the room to all 28 of them and because you had built up such a beautiful rapport with the audience with that first performance on the bagpipes they're eating out of the palm of your hand some of the drunkest people there have actually started to take off their shirts too in solidarity thank you but uncle is making them put their clothes back on thank you so much dr christina feels very powerful right now cassandra's just like thinking she just missed her calling with the whole women's empowerment retreat like maybe she was meant to be a performer you know she's just like it's a lot she's also feeling lightly nauseous because she's very drunk a constitution check please it's a four. <laughs> Dang. Um, yeah, so you feel like that nausea is not just a little nausea, but it's actually a big nausea now. And you do spew on the stage in front of everybody. <laughs> I'm so sorry about that. Uncle's already sending elves to come clean it up. There are elves all around you just cleaning it up immediately. And they're cleaning you up and they're leading you back to the booth. And okay, um, they're giving you more. <laughs> you're, you're just at the booth. They give I you more you. drinks, actually. Oh, and great. you're just sitting where's, down. And where's um, El, El, Elvin? Elwin. Elwin is right there. Hey, Elwin. Can you get us some Taco Bell? There's a bell above the town square. No, Elwin, I want spicy potato taco. We have po- potatoes in the basement. Yes, I will have potatoes. Cass is asleep. Elwin runs off. Any way you want to prepare them. Anya, could you do me an insight check with disadvantage because of the drunkness? Fourteen. All of a sudden, you hear the ancestors in your head, and they say, your soulmate is in this room. (gasps) Ew. (laughs) Maybe it's you, Kiki. Maybe it's you. Can Kiki also hear the ancestors? No. No. Anya's so drunk that she thinks she can. Lucia, Lucia. She's there. She appears. Put me to bed. I'm so tired now. Lucia leads you up the stairs. Cass snorts herself awake again. Did I win? Did I win? Yeah, who won? Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yes, no. Uncle goes up to the front of the stage and he announces the winner, which is clearly Cassandra. (gasps) Oh my God, you guys! Cass, after party! And there is an after party, and so it, it the night goes on, Cassandra goes upstairs, uh, Dr. Christina Yang actually hangs back, Kiki goes upstairs too to look for silver, and Dr. Christina Yang, as you're getting drunk with all the patrons at the bar, you guys all are really taking a shine to each other. Around two in the morning, you're sitting with one, one of the toad guys, and he's just like, he's kind of just explaining to you this entire world that there's all these different classes and kind of what the different professions do. Uh, whether or not you'll remember any of this, we'll see. But first, what is everyone thinking as they go to bed? Starting with Cassandra. Wow. I am so talented. I feel lucky. 
I feel like I can't wait to play some more bagpipes. And I also am looking forward to this bed and this suite because I'm very, very tired. And I do want to make sure to change Clarissa into pajamas before we go to bed. Anya, what are you thinking? Anya has entered into her room with Lucia. And Lucia is like, helping her to take off her breastplate she's still wearing and get into bed. But she's wondering where all her stuff is. Like, where are the boots? Where is the backpack? Where is all her stuff? But she's so wasted that she just says, that's a problem for tomorrow, Anya. And sleep welcomes her. Kiki, what are you thinking and doing? I'm looking for silver. And I'm feeling really vulnerable. I'm not used to living in such small quarters. And I'm also not used to my main talents not getting me what I want. So I think I'm in the middle of an existential crisis. And um, (laughs) the only piece I have to give myself is my fur coat. Dr. Christina Yang, what are you thinking and doing? I feel very powerful and loved. People are listening to me. I'm listening to them. They're talking about a whole new world and creatures. And while I deeply, deeply miss Christian and the fur babies and my kids, Cooper and Coco, my mind is kind of exploding and I'm kind of feeling like maybe this is the start of something different. Wow. Maybe it is. And with that, that's the true ending of this episode. Until next time. Thanks for listening to Real Housewives of Dungeons and Dragons. Want more RHO D&D? Head on over to patreon.com slash housewives of D&D for exclusive bonus content like full-length video versions of our episodes, our bi-weekly behind-the-scenes podcast, Here's What Happened, access to our RHO D&D Discord mansion, monthly live events, ad-free episodes, and so much more. Patreon.com slash housewives of D&D. Follow us across social media at Housewives of D&D and send us your thoughts at housewivesofdnd at gmail.com. Our DMs are Valen Shore and Allison Zada, and our players are Riley Rose Critchlow, Elizabeth Ho, Liz Jenkins, Kosha Patel, and Nicole Weiland. Original music by Valen Shore and sound design by W. Alex Reeves. RHO D&D is a joint production of Hags Media and Casey's Creek and is not affiliated with Bravo or Wizards of the Coast. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. 
Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com